welcome to the Mill Housing Nation podcast, where we bring you stories from real military spouses who've been in your shoes. From new spouses to veteran spouses, you'll get tips, tricks, and actionable steps to help you along your military life journey. Here's your host, Lindsay Lynn. This episode is brought to you by Armed Forces Insurance. Armed Forces Insurance offers personal insurance options specifically designed for military families. To learn more, visit them online at AFI.org or give them a call at 1-800-313-1936. All right. Well, welcome back to an awesome episode. Today, I'm really excited to welcome our guest as she's and her and I were catching up before we started hitting the record button. We were talking about some of the synergies um, behind why she does what she does uh, and why she's such an advocate for military spouses understanding their employment opportunities. So Miss Rebecca Allwine, welcome to the show. Thank you. Yeah. So Rebecca, uh, before we jump into the topic, I really want to understand more about you. So how many PCSs and how long have you been a military spouse? So I've been a military spouse for almost 13 years and we have PCS six times and then moved a seventh time. Oh dear. So literally almost two years, every two years. Well, ironically, one of those duty stations, we were there for five years. Oh, really? So it's kind of, yeah. I'm assuming there's a story with a story there. That one was just two assignments back to back at the same place and it was great. And then some of the other moves were very quick. Got it. Got it. So uh, which branch are you guys? My husband is in the army. Oh, okay. Very cool. Where are you guys stationed now? We are at Fort Gordon, Georgia. Oh, very pretty place. Okay. All right. Well, uh, when the army plays the air force, we can root against each other and uh, (laughs) happy rivalry. (laughs) So Let's jump into the topic today, and that's really understanding what what you view, and I loved your answer to this on our questionnaire, um, is the number one issue impacting military families right now. Um, Military families and military spouses, what do you think that issue is? So I think it's financial stability, um, or like we discussed earlier, the lack thereof, we call it financial instability. Um, Military spouses are working more now than our counterparts did even 10 years ago when I first became a military spouse, it was, it was uncommon to have a career outside of being the spouse at home. And now we're seeing it is much more popular. It is um, a bigger, it has a bigger impact on our family readiness and the military culture in general. I think that military spouses um, are able to contribute to their families financially if they can maintain a career mm-hmm. that they enjoy, that pays well, and that will move with them. Well, and I think you hit on a lot of keys. Um, and, and that is, well, first of all, I love that you highlighted that we've come so far, even in the last 10 years. Um, my husband and I have been been together now for 11 years, 13 years together. I've been a military spouse for 11. Um, and when I first became a spouse, I mean, I didn't even go on base. Um, and I felt very disconnected because I've always been so career, career minded and career driven. I've always had a career wherever we went. Um, so to see, to see technology evolve that allows virtual working opportunities, I think that has been a major contributor. What do you think are some of the major contributors that have shifted the conversation from just even in the last decade? Well, definitely, like you said, the remote work opportunities. And we saw that 
come about sort of how we saw social media come about and just the connectivity that the internet gives us. I mean, I was an original Facebook user, you know, college 2004 when you needed .edu and you can just look and see how much has changed since then. You know, MySpace is gone and now apparently the kids are into Snapchat. I don't Snapchat. I mean, I'm looking at my children getting into social media in the next couple of years. And that has really allowed us so many benefits as military families from remote employment to Skyping with grandma when she lives, you know, six time zones away. And the remote work has, it's made a direct impact on my life. I am a full-time freelance. I work from home or the coffee shop or the hotel room, wherever we are at that point. Um, But without that connectivity and those remote options, I would not have the career or the lifestyle that we have right now. So talk to us about how you got exposed to virtual career opportunities and how that kind of has evolved for you over your your career as a military spouse. So I started freelance writing while I had a go into an office job. Okay. Um, And I did a little bit of that on the side while I was working. And then I left the office job, the office job life right now. And back then was not was not conducive really to our lifestyle at that point. And so I freelanced a little bit here and there. And about three and a half years ago, I um, I like to say my career took off. And it was all because of the remote work opportunities. I was able to utilize networks on social media to learn about the different publications that were looking to hire people. I have been able to connect with editors online, all through email, different across different time zones. I have several clients who I've never met in real life in person, but we communicate, you know, via Zoom or Skype or phone calls or just Slack, email, um, all of that, you know, would not be possible without the the remote the remote opportunities that we have. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, 20, 30 years ago, freelance writers would physically mail pitches to editors with stamps. I mean, and then sit there and wait for, no, no, we use email. It's amazing. Yeah. Oh, completely agree. And I think, you know, a big portion, I I was just having a conversation with a previous guest and I was telling her about how my uh, first job was in PR and we had a Bacon's book and she looked at me very confused. And I said, it was a book that was basically like the yellow pages for editors and publishers. And then you would fax them your pitch and they were into it like, what? And it was like, yeah, it, I've been around oh, that long. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. a, lo- a lot of our listeners, I see this question being asked on social media. So they, they've got either a part-time gig or a full-time gig. They're scared to transition into full-on freelance because it's, un- it's the land of entrepreneurship. It's the land of business ownership. And it is scary as a military spouse, especially... Um, and this has been my experience, you know, the only control I really had um, while the military was moving us here, there and everywhere was my career. And so I felt like it was the one little piece of my life that I kind of felt like I had control over. Um, what do you, what pieces of advice do you offer to others that are thinking about jumping into the land of freelance? Um, I would actually argue that freelancing is perfect for military spouse for several reasons. Um, You don't have to worry about the insurance that your freelance counterparts have to worry about, which is ridiculous right now. I mean, and how they're going about doing that. And you have control. You have complete control over who you work for, when you work, and what clients and projects you take. And you can take a month off to PCS 
or you don't have to. I mean, because you're working, I'm working remotely and as a freelancer, so I can work from my car as my husband drives us cross country in the Navy Lodge when we're waiting for our house anywhere. Nobody even has to know that I move. So I think that it's really, it's been great as a, as a military spouse. I've been full-time freelance for, I guess, almost four years now. And, um, you know, I don't think I would, I don't think I want anything else for the foreseeable future. Yeah. Well, and I think there's a huge opportunity there for military spouses in terms of um, having that flexibility. Like, like you said, I could work this month. I could not work this month. Uh, you know, kids are transitioning. I've got an upcoming deployment. I need, you know, a PCS. I, you don't have to work with an employer in traditional uh, time off scenarios. You really get to control your destiny. Yeah. So talk to us about um, income. I mean, you mentioned financial stability is uh, the number one problem that you feel like military families are faced with. How do you view freelance as a viable career field for military spouses to contribute to the household income? Well, I think the one thing that really differs between me as a freelancer and my husband as a service member is that he works really hard, a lot of hours, and doesn't make any extra money. The more I work, the more money I make. So that's one part of freelance. I think that we can all kind of understand if I don't work this month, I don't get paid. Yeah. But if I work a lot, a lot, a lot, because maybe he's TDY or um, like the kids are back in school now and I have extra time, I make more money. Mm -hmm. And so I'm able to contribute to our, whatever family financial situation that we're in, whether we're paying down debt or we're saving for a house or we're going on a Disney cruise, I can do more because I'm freelancing. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, and I love that. And I love that that you've highlighted that because I know a lot of military spouses are using their um, hustle or, you know, their career opportunities to pay down debt to, to give their spouses maybe more options when it comes to reenlistment um, or choosing to stay in or retire. It, it offers different um, opportunities maybe you might not have had otherwise. Exactly. Yeah. When I first started really ramping up um, with the freelance, the goal at that point was to get us out of debt. Mm-hmm. We had um, kind of minimal, you know, a car payment, not anything major. Um, but that was one thing that I could do. The more I worked, the more I could contribute to that. Got that done. Um, now we are actually taking that Disney cruise in a couple of months. And I was able to, you know, get that extra income for us to do that without even really thinking about it. Um, and my next goal is to give my husband, when he retires, the opportunity to take what I'm calling a gap year mm-hmm. and just have, you know, three to six months of time for him to relax and sleep in and play more golf and have that safety net there where he doesn't have to worry about rushing from one job to the next right away. Um, and just give us a little bit of a break whenever that time comes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, I love that you talk about that, um, that, that opportunity. Uh, we are in a similar situation with my husband, um, looking at retirement in the next three years. And, uh, it, it's cool to be able to say to your spouse, like, Hey, you know, if you just want to chillax for a little mm-hmm. bit, you can. Yeah. Um, and, and I don't want to discount the fact that, um, if your role or you feel most comfortable and needed and called to not contributing financially to your household, we're not advocating that, that, that is the only path because that is another path. Um, Absolutely. I mean, okay. um, I spent the first, gosh, I maybe let's say five. I'm not sure if that was it, but it was about the first five years, not contributing financially, but contributing 
contributing in so more ways to our family, to our community. And I think, honestly, um, someone just told me that balance was not the word that we're supposed to use, but harmony. And I think that there is a sense of that. And it's another plus that comes from freelancing. I can take a day off and go on a field trip if I want to do. I can um, go to a change of command with my spouse if that's what I want to do. I don't have to take PTO or anything like that. So there... Um, Freelancing works for me and for our family and for the stage we're in right now. And it's not going to work for everybody. And that's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, you need to find your spot. Yes. Well, and I like that you talk about finding your spot because for some military spouses, um, and I and I am dear friends with many of them, they spend much of their time and they have a servant heart and volunteering and supporting organizations and making those spouse groups work and um, contributing at church in their local communities. And they, the contributions that they're giving back the way that they give back um, is beyond measure and, and it, it is their spot. And so I think it is absolutely what works for you. Um, so Rebecca, if you wanted to tell military spouses the top three things that they could do when it comes to PCSing and PCSing with ease when it comes to um, possibly freelancing or contract working, um, what, are your, what are your top three takeaways you would tell someone? Uh, They probably actually align with my general PCS words of wisdom, which maybe aren't actually, but uh, it's an adventure. No matter how much you plan and prepare for it, something's going to go off. Um, And that's kind of how remote work goes too. I mean, sometimes um, your internet might not work. (laughs) That happened to me. You know, my internet didn't work and I was supposed to be on a conference call with someone and hey, so now I got to go find a coffee shop somewhere. Um, But it's an adventure. You plan ahead as much as you can. I am a fan of getting as much done ahead of time, both um, work-wise and, you know, packing and finding a house and registering for school, all those sorts of things ahead of time. Um, And reaching out to your local community um, and your support system because they are going to get you through it when nothing else works at all. And figure out how to tether your phone to the um, your computer for Wi-Fi wherever you are. Ooh, those are some good tips. Yes, yes. So, Miss Rebecca, if our listeners want to get connected with you because you you've inspired them and they're like, "Man, I've been thinking about this and I really want to try it," or if our listeners are listening and they want to work with you directly because you're an awesome kick butt freelance writer, where can they go to get connected with you? Um, so there, the two main places are going to be my website, which is whatrebeccathinks.com. Um, and then I'm most active on Instagram. I've become an Instagram kind of person. And I am Rebecca underscore all wine on Instagram. Awesome. Well, Rebecca, thank you so much for visiting with us today and sharing your tips and your journey. And most importantly, thank you for your contribution to our community. So thank you again so much. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. Thank you for listening to the Mill Housing Nation podcast. To connect with Mill Housing Network, visit us online at milhousingnetwork.com.